0: Informing, enlightening, and inspiring a community. Welcome to the Aging and Awesome Podcast, proudly presented by Marsha Rambo with Transaction Realty 500. And now, here are your hosts, Joe Delaripa and Carrie McKenzie.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Aging and Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie McKenzie, alongside the star of Aging and Awesome, Joe Delaripa. Joe, how the heck are you today, you busy
2: lady, you? I am fantastic. I just returned from the grumpy old men dancing at the Senior Center, and as always, I had a lot of
1: fun. And that's your Wednesday, so I'm so glad I was able to grab you for a new episode. Um, so what else did you do today?
2: Oh, uh, well, I did my sit and get fit, which I, I usually do uh, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I uh, I walk. I do a walk first. I try to walk about three or four miles, then I and do that's my at
1: about seven in the morning, right? Yes.
2: Then I do my sit and get fit, and then on Wednesdays I do my grumpy old men, and then three times a week I do my uh, water fitness, which I love too. That's good. Did
1: you do that today, or no? No,
2: that's coming up later tomorrow. today. Oh, later today. It's at one o'clock.
1: Okay, we'll get. I'll hurry. We'll hurry.
2: But um, anyway, those are the things that keep me going and keep me busy, and uh, lots of people, uh, lots of people know me now because they've seen me on the show and they they will tell their friends, that's Joe, she's on the show, and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 they know me. I mean, I've been doing this uh, grumpy old man for like ten years. I know, so, ever since uh, I've known you, and I've yeah. known you for six, so. <laughs> so, and it's just, I love the music, uh, I love the, the atmosphere, because people are happy, and we have some people there that are uh, seniors that come in, and that they look forward to it. They look forward to watching us dance and listening to the music.
1: I know um, many of them look forward to seeing you, too, because if you're not there,
2: they always wonder where you're at. Yeah, I, I try to because make it, I try not to miss it. <laughs> it's one of my fun things to do. Right. So anyway.
1: Well, good. So um. Uh, let's see. The last episode was a lot of fun, don't you think? We talked about your past relationships and what a life you've lived, for sure. We all learned you are an overcomer of some difficult situations, and I commend you for that.
2: Well, it's like, you know, you just do what you have to do, and I I just refuse to stay down. I I think I, I'm i just that kind of person that refuses to stay down. Whatever happens, I'll pick myself up and just keep moving forward, and it, yeah. uh, it always works out okay. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and I was like, I listened to our podcast from last week, and I have to show you how to do that, too, but I was listening to it, and I was thinking, I wonder if Joe's ever really been in love, like... Oh yes, you have. Tell me about like a, one of your love relationships. Well,
2: I I would say that uh, I lo- I'm in love with love. Period. Anyway, I because know I'm you a are. very romantic person, and uh, and also uh, someone that's nice to me and kind to me, it's is someone that will attract my attention because right. everybody wants to feel that somebody cares about them, and you want somebody that's going to be nice to you and. Not hurt you. I would never be with anyone that would hurt me, whether it's physically or mentally. And I think <coughs> mentally sometimes is even worse than physically. Uh, a person right. can, person can find out where your soft spots are if you expose yourself. I know,
1: and it's scary. And,
2: and then you, uh, and then that when they can attack you that way, and that's the meanest thing that anybody could ever do to you. I think.
1: Yes. Use your 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 private conversations and use them against you, kind of like that, you mean?
2: And I think that's why some people have a hard time with relationships because they're afraid to expose themselves. They don't want to get hurt. And I've always been, you know, I've always been an open book, pretty Mm -hmm. much. Uh, I try to to think before I do something and uh, kind of explore it a little bit. And, of course, I'm not perfect, and there are times where I make a mistake or someone fools me, but most of the time, (laughs) I think I'm pretty good uh, about people. I love people.
1: But I was, like, wondering, um, because your your marriages didn't seem like they were very passionate or romantic, and I was wondering if there was a specific someone in your past that you had a relationship with who you had a lot of passion for, and he he had a lot of passion for you, and... (laughs) Were you ever in love that way?
2: Oh yeah, but I think, it's, I, I think it's more in my mind. My I romantic know, know. things are more in my mind. It's like, like I say, a song, a, a song, a romantic song just sets me off, and uh, I just, I, I feel, I feel that sometimes I'm a little overpowering for some people because I am a strong person, mm-hmm. and, and so many men are, are insecure. And they, when they meet me, and they see what kind of person I am, they kind of hold back. Right. And everyone does that. I think people hold back when they're afraid to get hurt. But I'm, I'm very open, and uh, I'm upfront with what you want. Upfront with what I want, and Mm. so uh, I, I would say that when I was dating. I probably had a, a few more more romantic issues dating than I did marriage-wise because it was like you go out on a date and and you're all excited Get the and, butterflies. and 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 yeah and and the, and the guy is trying to show you a really good time oh yeah and so so it's gonna be you're gonna have the best part the best part of them that's right. what I think on the first date <laughs> right put your best foot forward right, <laughs> right. I mean,
1: sometimes they give you a bait and switch right. You know? Um, so yeah, I, I think that's too why you're, you know, still looking for that. Uh,
2: and, and I think one, one thing that I learned Mm -hmm. kind of late in life, I asked several friends of mine who have a good marriage, who've been married a long time, and I asked them, what, what's your secret? Why, how come you have a good marriage? And everyone said the same thing, my husband is my best friend, and I think that, I made a mistake sometimes because the person that I married was not my best friend. Right. We were not friends, and I didn't even realize it. I, uh, now I do. But at the time, I didn't even realize it. And, and I'm a very giving person, so a lot of the giving part was on my part. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and so then I, sometimes you get taken advantage of when you're that way. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, it's OK. She doesn't care or it doesn't bother her. But of course it does. Right. And, and I was not afraid to step out and try things. Uh, so my personality, I guess, was that, you know, it, and I thought if I, if you love someone, you'll be kind and you'll be good to them, and sometimes that doesn't happen. I learned that way. <laughs> right, right, there's
1: so many people who take advantage of you,
2: like you right. said. Right, and, and some people think that because you're happy they're almost jealous of your happiness, and so they try to break that down in different ways to take away your happiness. It's a jealousy type thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I've i always been, as even as a child, uh, I was always happy. Uh, I, I was happy just walking through the park or, or looking at a bird or hearing music. It doesn't take that much to make me happy. Things don't make me happy. Things are not what makes me happy. So uh, I look for, for uh, friendships too that are, that are loving, that are close, mm-hmm. and that are caring, and, and you know that the person won't ever hurt you because they care about you. And I learned that uh, in my later years.
1: Even, yeah, like you said, even friendships, they can, they can hurt you if, they know, if you expose yourself. Abso- absolutely,
2: right? and women sometimes uh-huh. are jealous, very jealous, more jealous. Than men, I think they they're jealous of you because because you look happy and you act happy, and they almost like want to take that away from you. Mm-hmm. But um, I know uh, there was a saying that I that I, I kind of laugh about it now, though. But it was said someone who said, "Don't look for happiness; it'll only make you miserable." Mm. <laughs> and <Yeah>. that was <laughs> was something, and I thought, but I always want to be happy. Yeah. I strive to be happy. And uh, and I and I think that I will take advantage of the things out there that make me happy. And it's not really things. it's 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 uh, it's scenarios. It's like you're in a place where someone acts nice to you and and you feel welcome and you feel loved and then you're happy.
1: Right. And then you have a really good outfit on today, by the way, and that oh, makes you feel happy too. Thank right? you. yeah, I had, <laughs> I had
2: several compliments. <laughs> about <laughs> about myself I'm not I, I'm very uh, I don't think about my outward appearance that much I think I should more because myself I feel that like what's inside of me is were what really counts and that's what comes out and with people that I that I know I think they feel good about me because I am that way. Um, I like to see I like to see people happy. I like to see people well, and if I can do anything to help that along, I will. And some some women, I've found were, were jealous because of this personality that I have. But this is my personality. <laughs> this is the way that I am. So right. so it, it's um, it's I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm not trying to take away from anything. I'm just being the person that
0: I I feel inside. You're listening to The Aging and Awesome Podcast. We'll be right back. The Aging and Awesome Podcast is presented by Marsha Rambeau with Transaction Realty. She's here with us now again for another great tip. Marsha, what tips do you have for seniors to get the most out of selling their homes?
3: Hi as you know, well the older we get, sometimes we tend to accumulate a lot. Oh yeah um, my mother being 94, the same house for 66 years and myself and my siblings are totally guilty of still having our things there um, but I know that there's many items that there's sentiment of value and meaning and I, I totally understand that. The best thing they can do is declutter. Mm. box up whatever you're not gonna use um, put them away it's always something that I can help with Um, what you want is for your new owner to be able to picture their things in the home and not get distracted you know by looking at other things you want them to picture themselves there Um, you should also consider if you knows perhaps you've got a leaky faucet some chip paint or anything like that because as soon as a buyer comes in a house, they see things that need to be done, they're already like ding, ding off the price, believe me. And again, that's another thing that I can always help with to move on.
0: Great, Marsha. Thank you so much. Marsha Rambeau has worked closely with many seniors over her 30 plus year career. It's a stressful time and she, as she has said, will definitely make it less stressful. So give Marsha Rambeau a call for a free evaluation of your home and find a place that best fits your lifestyle. Her number is 775-395-9133. That's 775-395-9133. Marsha Rambeau with Transaction Realty. Thank you, Marsha.
1: Continuing our podcast series as you can tell on the topic of relationships so now as a single female a senior you are always on the prowl so to speak looking for a new more than friendly relationship with someone who has similar energy and charisma as you and as we have seen on aging and awesome it has been tough to find you the right guy
2: right? Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Um, The male to female ratio is uneven in the senior community, and with women statistically outliving men, the amount of single men are slim pickings. Would you say?
2: Yeah. I I really think it's hard. It's very difficult to find uh, as I said before, if you can be a friend first, find somebody to just be a friend with. Uh, I have a couple of men that I've known that have been like a buddy and like a friend and that kind of goes along but but it hasn't been anything more than that. Mm-hmm. But of course I would like to have the romantic part too. <coughs>
1: Why do you think but it is hard to find someone or men out there single your
2: age? Well, one reason is the ratio of women to men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there there are so many more women than men and so consequently a man can be very picky and 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 choosy. And so, and then the women women are more outgoing today too. And so mm-hmm. they, they they kind of take take that pushy step forward, and uh, I think sometimes uh, that's that has a lot to do with it too.
1: Right, the and even in even for married couples, the women to me it seems that they've always been had that have had the energy to keep the husband getting up out of the chair, getting out, doing errands or whatever. Because otherwise. A lot of times I think husbands want to just stay home. Exactly. And, and pitter I, I, around and, the house. And the
2: f- as I said before, the ratio of, of women, I've been to dances where I would say there was like 10 women for every man. So you stop and think about that. That puts the guy in a pretty good place. He can be Well, pretty, they're all at picky. home. They're all at home. Yeah, and, and so, uh, so anyway, it's it's a very it's a very different uh, it's very different than it was 50 years ago, 60 years ago. There there are many women who are financially well off, and so that a lot of men are looking at that too. They're looking for a woman who's who has a house and has has a nice car, and, and they're looking for that type of thing because they don't want to have to give up anything that they have. Possibly, could be that way. And so, so. But you're not looking for that, no, I'm not looking for that at all. I mean, I, I miss, uh, I just miss talking to a guy. I think you talk about different things, and, and, uh, it's, um, there's just so much, you, there's just so much you can enjoy, uh, with a with a man, that you don't do with a woman. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, and I find that my in my situation. Uh, many women that I have met are are jealous in a way and envious because I because I am what I am and they would like to be more that way. Would most are most of your friends single? Um, your female friends? Yeah, I, I would say half and half. Some of my mm-hmm. old friends are married and they've been married a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, the new uh, women that I meet most of the times are are single. Some of them date. They do date, and I don't know where they meet their people because. <laughs> but I don't go out that much, so I don't really. Right. I don't really. Go, I don't go to bars. I don't go to, uh, to events where mm. you would where meet people.
1: Now and that I think about it, pretty much where you live, pretty much, they're almost all female. Well, majority, yes. and they're single. Right. 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 Are there couples that live where you live?
2: Uh, very little, very yeah, few. That's very kind of few. interesting, isn't yeah. it? They're almost so, all women. Uh, it's uh, it's just they're just not there. I don't know. And walking and and you know I do a lot of exercise, but I don't uh, most of the time. They're mostly women. Most of the exercise things I do are are women. With, with yeah, women. that's so different. That's weird. And the dancing, the dancing the men go but they
1: just watch yeah
2: there's not that many men and uh, uh, they're not that many men that will get up and dance either they don't they've got something wrong with them you know <laughs> back or legs or something or they just not interested
1: um, i was just thinking too is my dad plays softball he plays on the 60 years old and older team and also on the 70 year old an older team. So he plays on wow. two different teams and I'm thinking maybe next season we should just go to a couple of his games and meet some of those guys out yeah. there that are many of them are single and they play softball and they'd be your age. Well, they'd be a little bit younger which would be good.
2: Right too. Absolutely. And
1: they're really fun. <laughs> they're really fun. I've got well, that out there. sounds
2: good. I see I need to go to places where I would have the opportunities to, to meet people yeah. and I really don't. They I play on Thursdays, and then they hang out over
1: there at throwing at flowing tide, where you like you like that oh, place. I love the flowing tides and sparks, yeah yeah, we should do that anyways yeah. um, so what do you think like if what do you think the challenges are for men themselves being willing to date?
2: I think that so many times a lot of men older the older men they have something uh, they have some kind of a Problem health-wise, or they've got a bad back, or they got bad knees, or whatever. But still, that shouldn't be that shouldn't be enough to keep them down. I mean, they could, they could get. You could do. You could do less strenuous activities, and still, you know, enjoy. I wonder how
1: they could find motivation in getting up and, and getting uh, out. Yeah,
2: I don't. I, ha- I don't know how you could motivate them. <laughs>
1: don't know right Uh, i mean if like hot august nights can't get them out to look at cars right
2: you know and uh, and uh, ball games maybe yeah if you you know hung out at the ball games like Um, i said i
1: think you should go to a different grocery store each time you go grocery shopping because there's lots of men well that's what
2: people have said i've heard that that people meet people you could go to different ones in the area because you probably know all of the right. people who go
1: to your grocery store, right.
2: <laughs> buy your house. I go I go around to different stores. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, I, I don't know what to say because it, maybe there are just aren't that many men that are interested or looking. They have to be interested because you have to give, put out a little right. bit. Right, right. You have to u- exert Take an effort. Effort, some effort and energy. And it seems that so many men... And especially, like, if they're widowed or something, they're sad because they lost their spouse. But instead of getting out and trying to to replace... You can't replace a person, right. but fill your fill your time, they they just back off and don't do anything. And
1: it might be hard, too, because if they were married for a really long time to the one person, I mean, that would be really challenging to uh, yeah. to get snap out of it.
2: So, anyway, I, I just... Uh, I think... If you've lived uh, in a place for a long time, too, like say you had neighbors, and maybe some of the neighbors could, you would have a, a, an association with neighbors, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I live in a single apartment, so most of the people that uh, where I am are, well, they're all seniors, they're all, they're more women, where even there, mm-hmm. they're practically all women. There's a few men there I found out that have lady friends but their lady friends all have a house somewhere oh they don't live in and the they don't live in complex. the apartment and they and they're off sometimes they're gone for three or four days and i and i'll say well where'd they go and they say well they're like, their girlfriends so they're looking they're looking for a woman that has the house that they can go to and and uh so i don't have that to offer but <laughs> but you wouldn't want
1: someone who wanted you no. for your house <laughs> <No>. <laughs> for sure no. Oh, uh-huh. do you think um, people give up on love at a certain age?
2: Could be. I don't know because I mean you know, I can't really say what everybody wants, but uh, I just you mean in I think I think they get lazy, and they mm-hmm. get used to not not putting out, so to speak, and so then they don't do it because it takes a little. It takes a little energy, and it takes a little planning, and it it takes. What, something you have to think about it, you know. It's not that something that that easy. And then you
1: wonder if there's depression involved, you know, because after isolating oh, yeah. yourself for so long, it can be really uh, depressing. Yeah, I feel I bad, bad that, for those. I
2: think that they get, you, they get into, a, in, into a slump, kind mm-hmm. of. And there's a few guys, like I, I've seen them at the senior center. They're really good buddies. I mean, they get together and they talk and they visit and whatever but I mean that's their life they're mm-hmm. contented with that they seem to be anyway I don't know mm-hmm. uh, I really don't know but I, I think it's the personality the person has to be have the personality of, of being wanting to be out and about and if you don't have it you're not going to get it when you're older right but if you do have it you're not going to it's not going to go away and it's going to be there. <laughs> I I'm think. sure that lots
1: of men too get anxious. You know, they're nervous about getting out too. Be. I bet.
2: I mean, I think I would be. Could really be nervous. they're probably more shy. I'm sure I would think yeah. they are more than the women. The women yes. are more aggressive today, and sometimes it, it, uh, it that's I think it's a little scary for some of the men. Right, because
1: <laughs> pro- their wife might have been a little less yeah. aggressive. Right. Hmm. So. Wow. So, um, how come, or why do you think people at, at your age, as a senior, um, still desire the need for touching and kissing and other forms of
2: romance? I think we kind of talked about that. But well, I think that's something that we we all need, and we all yeah. need from the time you're little, yeah. kids. You you need to hold hands, or or you 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 know have someone rub your neck or something like Mm -hmm. that or uh, touching is it's just part of being alive right and I think that uh, when you when you get older you you know you need you you just need compassion you need friendliness you need someone to to even if it's just hand holding which hand holding is is nice you know yes uh, it doesn't have to be uh, any big deal but and kissing, and I think that yeah, it's something that, you know, it's, it's it's a very big thing, and I think people need it. Uh, and, you know, another thing is a lot of times people, when they get older, they worry about maybe they were not, your teeth aren't that good, <laughs> or maybe their breath isn't that good, and so that might hold them back. Instead of trying to make, make that better, mm-hmm. uh, I think that would maybe hold them back. There's nothing worse than, you know, bad breath. I know, I know.
1: <laughs> Unless it's from a lot of garlic or something, yeah, right? Right, dinner.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Aging and Awesome podcast. We'll be right back. Maybe you believe. The Aging and Awesome podcast is presented by Marsha Rambeau with Transaction Realty. She's here with us now. Marsha. what makes the senior market different?
3: Well, Kai, the needs of the seniors, they typically differ from um, traditional clients. They're usually not making a job change and they're not usually moving um, due to maybe a school preference, you know, for children. They're looking for the best situation and place for them to either retire or perhaps just downsize. What they're gonna wanna know is should they consider a 50 plus community? Are they ready for assisted living? or how close are medical facilities, all that's really important in making their decisions. Um, The other thing is communicating with seniors is different because a lot of them don't have computers, they don't have cell phones, so, you know, we have to go back to when I started in 1986. Yeah, we had no internet, we had no cell phones, and believe it or not, we still got the job done. <laughs> I
0: love it. I bet they love that. Some of them, some of the less tech savvy.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, if you have to print out the contract or whatever yep. and take it to them to sign, and it makes it more personal anyway. That's the part I miss about all that. Right. But that's what you have to do. So, um, you know, so matter no matter what the issues or questions are. um, I'm just here to guide them and help them through this sometimes crazy process.
0: Thank you so much, Marsha. Marsha Rambeau has worked closely with many seniors over her 30 plus year career. Through this stressful time, she will work tirelessly to help clients prepare, even slap some new paint on the walls if needed. Call Marsha Rambeau for a free evaluation of your home and find a place at best fits your lifestyle. Her number is 775-395-9133. That's 775-395-9133.
1: I would would love to see you in love. I think it would be so fun to watch you be in love with someone. I'd want to tease you so much. Oh, I would. I've never seen you in love. I've seen you giddy a little bit, maybe here and there with
2: well i remember
1: there was a man who would come and visit you on his plane
2: that was exciting for if it's going to happen i uh, i've sort of you know put that aside because it's just like it's not meant to be right part of me says you know you're it's not meant to be and and another part of me says well you know it's 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 very hard to uh uh, to go out and, and, and be a little aggressive because it scares some of the men off. They're not, you know, they're afraid of it. And that too, a lot of men, I am not that kind of woman that, that's the helpless. And, mm. it's, and, and I think that m- most men are attracted more to that, to, so, you know, I'll take care of you. and that. If you're taking care of yourself and you're doing pretty well, it's like, they're like, well, what, what can I do with a person like that, you know? That that they don't need to take care of, or right. That can, you but know. I I always think it's so nice that if, if if they're strong and you're strong and you can be strong together, I think that's terrific. Right. But uh, it's just like uh, whatever the man feels that he his role is as a man. Mm-hmm. It's not like I say it used to be when you're young that you know the, the man's going to take care of you and and protect you. But it's not like that nowadays when you're young. we all protect yeah. ourselves. That's right. I mean, I've traveled around the world <laughs> and I've traveled and I've, I've had to make decisions and I've had to take care of myself. So consequently, uh, I'm not a helpless person, but I don't really want someone to help me. I just want to share more. That's right. the part that's missing is sharing something. Because if you're doing something that's fun, and there's no one there. You say to yourself, oh, I wish there was someone. You could say, isn't that beautiful? And they could say, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, just and, to share your life and with. just sharing, yeah. sharing your wonderful times because now times are good. And it, it's it's nice to be able to share that the, the, the good relationships with somebody.
1: And, and even the hardships, too, to share with somebody, right. too.
2: Yeah, and be there. If someone needs a helping hand, that's one thing but something even just to be able to to afford to have some of the better things of life but it, it's not fun to do it by yourself right. i mean you do it but it's not the same i mean to my 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 feelings are that that life is for living and for sharing and i'm i'm a sharing kind of person and so to me it's like it's a lot more fun if somebody else is having a good time with me, and I can say, "Wow, well, is not this fun?" And mm-hmm. the person will say, "Yeah, this is really fun." Or if you're by yourself, it's like you know you talk to yourself and you're saying, "Isn't this fun?" And <laughs> sort of I dies. I know. I
1: know that would be that would be <laughs> a little tough.
2: But still, you know, the, uh, there's a lot of people that can go out and 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 the high life. Like it's like going out to eat. I don't. I very rarely go out to eat because. I don't like to go out and eat by myself because I eat by myself at home, so if I go out if, with company, that's different. But uh, so I don't really take advantage of, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. The singles world, I would say, uh, is not—it's very different than it used to be.
1: Right. I mean, I would—if I was single, I wouldn't want to be going <laughs> out there either.
2: And you have to be careful because there are predators out there, and they take advantage of somebody that's they they look at you and they think, hmm, there's a little helpless person, right? Right. I'll, I'll jump on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm. uh,
1: so, so uh, do you ever, was there ever a, a boy or a guy who ever got away, away, one that got away in your past who you wish you would have maybe pursued?
2: Mm, not really. No? No, not really. When I was single the first time, I... I uh I had a boyfriend that worked where I worked but I told him I said if you tell anyone I'm going out with you I won't go out with you because I didn't want people to talk about me at work which oh. is going on a lot when people are in a company that you know people talk about you and so he was very good about it we we went together for about a year and a half and no one knew that uh, that I was going out with him oh because our, our life work wise was work and play was play it was totally different, and so I respected that he that he did that you know for me. What S- happened to that? So what happened to that relationship? He, uh, well, I went away. I went to Italy mm-hmm. <laughs> on a trip. And when I came back, he had a, 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 a girlfriend. Mm. He wasn't gonna be alone, but that's okay because I was gone a long time. I wanted to live in Italy so bad, I tried to find a place to live and set up my life, and it just wasn't, was not gonna happen. So I was gone for seven months. <gasps>
1: seven months.
2: When I came back, he had a girlfriend, but he was friends, well, was friends with me, but that was it, he had a girlfriend.
1: Wow, seven months you were in Italy just looking for yeah. I tried to
2: find a place to live. At that time, there wasn't any apartments or anything, and that was in the seventies. and And they just I went to different cities. I tried different places by yourself the whole time. Yes, I was by myself, but I have friends. I have and I speak Italian, so I mean for me it was not a problem. And I had friends in in uh, in Milan, and I had family my father's family, and I had some friends. But I wanted to have my own place so I could have people over and have a life. And uh, I could not find a a place to live, so I came home. Seven months, I was there seven months, so. uh,
1: I can't believe that you couldn't find a place to live. No, they didn't
2: have any apartments or anything in those days. No?
1: Then how would people live? People
2: had homes and and their children stayed in their home.
1: Until they got
2: married. and then when they got married, lots of times they'd have a house in the back or they'd have like one floor, they'd live in the oh. same house. It was very, very different then. They didn't mm. have an apartment. They did have what they call a residence, which is like women only. And, uh, and you had to have a job to live there and you had a curfew. And I said, I don't wanna do that. I might live someplace where I have to be in at an eight o'clock at night or something. So that didn't work. At that time, they did not have. There was no places to live.
1: That's strange. Did you um, have a job when you were there for seven no, months, or you just had saved up?
2: I didn't have a job when I was there. I was there just to try to find a place to live. And then when you came back, <laughs> and I visited my my friends, you know, and my family, and every time I would think I'm, I get so depressed because I I wanted to st- I wanted to stay. But I couldn't find a place and I'd go to a different town, different city, and finally I just said, you know, it wasn't meant to be. And I came back to the States. And then where did you stay when you got back? Uh, well, I was living uh, in Los Gatos, California. And I really hated to come back because I'm very comfortable in Italy, <laughs> I'm very Italian. I like the way they, the way they, they live and I liked the food, I loved the food. And, And I loved, you know, it's very much like California, so if you've been in California, you'd be very comfortable in Italy.
1: I wonder if there's apartments there today. Oh yes, there is,
2: no, today it's very different. Well, it's like everywhere, there's Mm. nothing that's the same as it was in the 70s. Oh yeah, now they have apartments, and uh, in those days, the only thing you could do is buy a villa, you know, somebody that died and had a villa and then you'd have to have someone oh come and fix it up because it was broken down and old and th- this was a long time ago you know realize how long ago that was
1: i'm trying to think too in the 70s here there were apartments were there yeah. weren't there but
2: i don't know i mean i wasn't here <laughs> uh, it was i would say well i mean in the even United in States. the big cities even in the big cities people had a place where they have a room and they would let you have a room and sometimes have kitchen privileges or something like that. But they did not they, they did not build apartments. Right. They did not have that there.
1: Right. Well and when uh, I think back, you know, in the seventies there probably weren't a lot of apartments even in the United yeah. States. Mostly all houses. Right. So many people And I mean
2: I went I went uh, I must have gone to 10, 11 different cities, different places to try to find a place. And and I was very, and I was so disillusioned because I really wanted that life to happen, and I just finally said, you know, it's just not meant to be, and so I came back home.
1: What were you thinking you would do for work eventually if you found a place?
2: Oh, I, I would maybe teach, maybe teach uh, English mm-hmm. to a, ta- a lot of Italians, you know, would they want to teach their children English and then they hire you, or there's all kinds of different things you could do. You know, I wasn't afraid of work.
1: No, I know. Yeah, and I had a
2: pen- my my pension from IBM because I worked at IBM, and at that time it was it, it wasn't that expensive either. It's just
1: a whole different, just a whole different thing. And when you were there in Italy, you didn't have a car
2: or anything, right? No, I didn't have a car. I traveled by train, by bus. Hmm. <laughs> uh, it was it was very different. I'm sure that if you were in the states and you were in a a smaller town, you know, not a big city, would have been the same kind of thing, Mm. you know. And and I almost got a job, this was very interesting. I looked in the paper one time, and there was an ad in the paper for a man to have a, a woman to come and help at his house. This was right outside of Florence, Italy. So I went to the... I I took a bus, and I found my way to get to this place, and it was right in the outskirts of Florence. It was the hills, there's hills all around Florence. It was a beautiful, beautiful home. And the man that was in in the home was a, uh, a teacher. He taught music, and he was like about 85 years old. He was a little shriveled up, little old man, but he had this beautiful home, and he wanted someone to stay in his home when he was off traveling, and when he was there, to cook his meals for him. And he had a housekeeper. It didn't have to be a housekeeper, but just, just to be there, just to be there. And then he told me he wanted certain food that he liked and he wanted it to come from certain markets so, so I would have had to get a car. And I was afraid. I had an international driver's license, but I was afraid to drive there. They drive terrible there. Mm. (laughs) And I was kind of scared. So uh, he said, well, I had to go to this one to buy the meat and this one to buy the other thing and this one to buy the bread. And and so I thought about it and thought about it. And and then I said, you know, it's just too demanding. And then I was, the other thing I thought of is I couldn't have a social life because I was in this little area where everybody's gonna know everybody. And if I were to meet a a gentleman and I wanted to date or anything like that, they would have called me names because if they saw a man coming to the house, because that's just how it was. And I understand the mentality of the people, so that's why I could get along so well. So then I thought about it, and I thought, you know, that's just too much. That's not what I want at my age. I don't want to be stuck in the house and not be able to get out. Because mm-hmm. I met a lady, uh, I went I went to the beach, one time, and I met a lady that was there, and her boyfriend had come to meet her. She was widowed. She was a woman that came from New York, and she met she met this guy when she went to Italy, and and she uh, she got engaged, and she moved to Italy, and he was a butcher, and when he died, he left her the butcher shop and the house. Mm. So anyway, she was she was like in her middle 30s, and so she wanted a man, she wanted to go out, she wanted to date, so she had met this man who was an international uh, radio man, he was on the radio, mm. and he was international, he spoke like five languages, and she wanted to get together with him, and she had to go out of town and go to a, go to another place where nobody knew her because they would talk uh, about her so i well, I met her at the beach, and she was there with this fellow, and she told me that he was her boyfriend. and and she said, "I have to I can't have him come to where I am because everybody will know that he's there, and they'll talk about me, and I can't do that." So she would ro- make rendezvous and meet him. And I thought, "Oh, what a terrible way to live right. Be afraid. I mean, she was widowed. There was no reason why she couldn't have a boyfriend, but they looked at it a different way at those at that time, you know. Yeah. And, and that's why when this man, this older man, wanted me to come to his house, I thought about that. I thought I was sitting in like a cul-de-sac, beautiful homes, but everybody would know everything I did, and they would talk about me, and I would not well, be able awful. to be, you know, live my life. So that's why I didn't do it.
1: It's like today, in today's world, the same thing happens, but we have the mentality of, you know, we don't care what
2: other people oh, think, right? Oh, it's very different. different. And uh-huh. people... Then. People don't pay attention to what other people do that much, but in these little towns, and I'm sure it's changed there. That was in the '70s. I'm sure it's changed because the young people are not going to be that way. They're going to. Well, I think people do what are still want. nosy. Yeah, but they're going to do. Young people are going to do what they want. They're going to have boyfriends and dates and and what have you, you know. Mm-hmm. But in those days, believe me, there was a. It was a big challenge to be a, a single woman if you went somewhere they would say to you well where's your man where's your husband like like something was wrong with you if you didn't have somebody but I I, w- I was very fortunate because I understand them I understand the mentality of the people mm. and I understand why and I kind of almost knew what they would say about me <laughs> I mean it was it was a given you know
1: Mm-hmm.
2: so it was one of those things that could have been a great adventure because this man's home was a beautiful home and uh, and I'm sure you know he 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 wasn't going to be around that much because he traveled to Venice and traveled to all these places to give lectures but I mean I would have been like a prisoner
0: you're listening to the aging and awesome podcast we'll be right back
3: Hello, I'm Marcia Rambo with Transaction Realty 500. I've worked closely with many seniors over my 30 plus year career. Moving's tough for everyone, especially for those who have been in the same house for decades. Through this stressful time, I will work tirelessly to help you prepare, even slap on some new paint on the walls if needed. Call me, Marsha Rambo, for a free evaluation of your home. I would love to meet you and help you find a home that best fits your lifestyle. My phone number is 775 395 9133.
1: Here's a fun question, Joe. What is your worst first date story?
2: Oh my say? goodness, can remember. I have to think about that. My worst first date.
1: Probably was only one time. Too. Uh, yeah. it, it
2: was a very, very long time ago. And uh, I, I think I, I can remember, I'm trying to remember what happened was uh, this fellow, and he came to my door to pick me up and then uh, we got got in the car to drive. He said, let's go drive over to the park and just kind of look at, it was a beautiful park nearby where I lived, and sit and talk. Well, as soon as we got there, <clears throat> he began to want to put his arm around me and hold me. And and, I, and I, was, I was not into that at all. And I said, you know, I don't even know you, and and I'm not really interested, and I, I think I would like to go home. Oh. So he said, "Well, you know, let's just let's just stay here for a little while." And I said, "No. I said, I really want to go home." So he was nice enough to do that. He drove me back to my my house and we were in the driveway and then he commenced to try to be close to me again, and I said, "You know, I really, really need to use the bathroom. <laughs> I'll, I have—I'll I, I, be right back. I really need to use my the bathroom." So I jumped out of the car and I went into my house, and I waited a few minutes, and then I opened the door and I waved and I said goodbye, and I waved and I got back in, and that was it. That was it. Did he ever try calling you or anything? No, I, no. Oh, I think good. he got the picture. <laughs> good. Wow. Good and for you, Joe. So it was, it was just happened real quick and, and I was so uh, surprised really, I mean, because he seemed like a very nice fellow and it, it just was, it worked out okay. I was okay.
1: Good. And then, now this is a really mm. good question too. What about your, um, your best first date Our most interesting most interesting, oh my.
2: Or a glamorous one or something like. I have to think about that. Okay. That that was a long time ago. <laughs> and it was, uh, and I did date, you know, I dated quite a bit. I dated a few people from work, but I thought that wasn't a good idea because people talk, and people talk about you at work when they know that you're going out with someone. So I finally... Uh, went out with one fellow and I said if you tell anyone at work that I'm going out with you I, I won't go with you it, and I wanted to be private and so he was very nice about it because I knew people talked that's what mm. they do especially when you're a single person so that was that was kind of nice that he respected that because I think he wanted to go back and say guess who I'm dating right. I got to date Joe right. and I said no you're you're not going to do that <laughs> Good for you. So that worked out okay. So that was good. Yeah, especially back in those days, right? Right. I mean, people, were, uh, people were dating a, a lot of people, young divorced people. And because I worked at IBM and there were so many men, they, there was a lot of dating and, and, and carousing going on. And I wanted no part. I was very conscientious at work. I said, my work is my work and my play is my play and I don't put them together ever not for anyone, and yeah. I, I stuck by that all the years that I was there. And that's probably still good to live by today, too. I
1: yeah, because
2: I, I my reputation is, is what I have, and that's mm-hmm. very important to me. And I know how people talk, and and, uh, and it doesn't matter how old you are or, or any reason, that it's just that people like to gossip, and men are just as bad or worse, uh, as far as that goes, so. So I think I handled myself pretty well. Uh, uh, I was proud of what I did. I kept my life separate. My work and my and my private life was very separate. And I very uh, conscientious at work. And I didn't. Um, I went to work to work, and that's why I was there. And that's what I did. I didn't ever connect the two. <laughs> And people said, well, you work at IBM. Wow, there's a lot of men. You must meet a lot of men. (laughs) And I said, not really. I mean, I meet them, but they meet them in the work environment. And and they seem to know that because they didn't approach me. So I think my reputation was was good. Good. That's important.
1: So, well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much to our sponsors, including Marsha Rambeau with Transaction Realty for making the Aging and Awesome podcast possible. Be sure to tune into Aging and Awesome Saturdays on KTVN2 News, and we will see you back here soon for another episode of the Aging and Awesome podcast. I'm Carrie McKenzie on behalf of Joe and all of us at Aging and Awesome. Have a great day. Say bye, Joe. Bye bye now.